Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Jason Dean. Some of you may remember him. He was a guest before, but we're doing it in person today. In person. Yeah. In, in hot Las Vegas. Super hot Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. We're here at the Reawaken America tour, uh, but it was super hot there and super loud. So we are here. And uh, yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. It's good to see you. Good, good to be too. back on the show and yeah. uh, great production studio here and thank you all put together and yeah it's awesome awesome to see you guys yeah you too so what are you thinking about i feel like times are really interesting right now <laughs> <laughs> um we have a lot of things going on you know looming elections coming up potential lockdowns and masks coming back is what they're saying um lots and lots of uh I don't know, fighting from, you know, all different groups. So what, what do you see as some of the biggest obstacles to personal sovereignty and freedom right now? It's a great question. It's, uh, <laughs> I think we all thought that, you know, the, the last three years were chaotic and half of it was battling and then half of it was trying to tell the truth and exposing, you know, obviously through media, what was really going on, truth telling, right? The red right. pill world that we're in. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like we got to a point where we're like, okay, at least the hysteria is over. Uh -huh. And now like, okay, let's try to figure out what's going on politically. Is there really mm -hmm. going to be an election in 2024, which I still can't see. Mm -hmm. But we thought like the hysteria was over of, right. of, of the masking and the COVID mandates. But now I didn't think we we're going to be heading back into this whole thing again. And now I almost feel like it's a, uh, it, it's kindling almost ready to like go ablaze. And the reason I say is because we're all, obviously there's tons of patriots out there who none of us are going to comply. Right. And there's a whole new population between all the information on how bad the vaccine was and masking. Like there's all this data that says, obviously it's all a fraud, it's a lie, et cetera. Even Congress is talking about it's a fraud and a lie and they're a bunch of liars. So like the fact that they're <laughs> saying that. So what happens in the next couple weeks. I mean, right. I, I fly out of Orlando and I'm getting ready to jump on a flight and I notice the plexiglass going back up at the gate agent. And I'm like, is this really, ha I mean, Florida's free. I mean, we've been, we've been pretty much free from the very beginning, even yeah. through 2021 to 2023. Mm -hmm. um, so I say it's kindling because how is this going to play out since so many people are just done with it, right? Yeah. And then you're heading into an election, uh, again, I just can't, I personally can't see it happening. Um, whether a plan is about to take place or it's really going the way, I, I just can't trust it. Right. The, the television is telling us the truth, right? Yeah. And so it's really, television I know, they never tell the truth, right? So it's, 
I feel like we're heading into the next couple weeks to a month or so and, and not to like kick the ball down the field sure. or kick the can down the field and say, oh my God, I don't like to get the dates, but the next month or so is going to look really strange because I don't know how, I guess not for lack of better words, the left, right? And I can't stand mm-hmm. saying the left because left and right are, uh, it's a uniparty, right? Yes. But how are, you know, I, the progressive, the progressive believers in America, actual mm-hmm. people. Sure. How are they going to react right. when over here on the truth telling side, but the more red side, right? Uh-huh. When we're saying don't comply, we're not complying. Right. I mean, we saw people getting yanked out of stores by police officers in 2020, 2021. Easy. Now Americans like patriots have gotten even mm. more bold now. Like I don't want to see this whole thing explode, if that makes sense. Right. But I think they're going to push hard. I mean, they're going to push hard on the climate change. Did we ever think that they were going to set fires ablaze all over the planet and in, and in America and then call it climate change? When right. clearly, like, <laughs> can we tell it's direct energy weapons and lasers and, yeah, I mean... At the very least, I mean, even if we don't go there, we can talk about how all the mismanagement, how they're turning off the water. What what gets rid of fire? Water. <laughs> when have they done that before? Never. I mean, even that even that wasn't. Then, the... then two few days later, they had a fire, and it was in between. Yeah. It was squashed, like you know, right away. And then the Maui, the Maui. I I didn't really like pay attention to this, but I heard it over the weekend, and I knew it happened. I just didn't go into the details, but. Even people are going, wait, the Maui police chief was oh, yeah. the police chief for the Las Vegas yep. shooting. Uh, so <laughs> we're in this I pointed world. this out recently, actually, on another show. They're like, well, no, I mean, you know, they didn't get the raise. They got the raise beforehand. They're trying to be very, very logical about it. And I'm kind of like, there's a point where there's so many coincidences that you have to at least ask, well, you know? <laughs> that, I, I mean, especially being a, so as a doctor, I mean, we are trained to be just, for the most part, very, very scientific sure. and logically thinking, right? Yeah. So for us, the world looks very strained right now because yeah. you have that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that, that's, that, doesn't, that doesn't calculate, right? Wait, right. like, wait, what are the chances of that, right? And then on top of that, uh, I was just saying last night, I, I go, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get in a conspiracy with my team, but they all know. I go, does anyone else find it just like completely comedic to an extent without, you know, I know there's a lot of people harmed by this, so I don't like to say comedy. But when quote unquote, the supposed president shows up to Hawaii and goes into a random speech about how his house was burning down and his Corvette and cat. And I go, you like this, you can't, you can't have this. This is not. Like, what point do we all go, all right, like, where's the prank happening? Right, right. Is it, this, this can't be real. Does that make sense? Yeah, it feels surreal. This can't yeah. be real. Yeah. I, like, I need, you know, not to go total conspiracy down the whole Q road, but like, <laughs> wait a second. Like, we're, okay, where are the cameras? Because this can't be real life. It feels very surreal. This has, to, this feels so produced. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely does. It's, it's, yeah, it's really, it's incredulous. Like, it's really Because if Biden is real, that means the people who are controlling him, which we all know he's being controlled, right? Right. And he has handlers. Yeah. Well, are his handlers really okay with how stupid he sounds and how dangerous he sounds by saying, hey, my house is burning down to like, they can't be like, this is okay. Right. Well, 
I don't know. I mean, you talked about how people are so over it. They just didn't, ex and they were also feeling a sense of relief. Like we're, right. you know, we're past that really tough stage of the lockdowns and the absurd masks and all those draconian measures. And now they're feeling that sense of relief. So now that they're about to clamp down, but that's kind of how trauma-based mind control works, right? Yes. So it, it's like having the death grip mm -hmm. and then they let up a little bit and you feel safe and you're free and then they clamp down even yeah, harder. More. Right. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with what Biden is doing because it's pure gaslighting. So to me, it's like, they're laughing at us. It's like they're, sh they're, they're revealing everything. You know, some people call it re revelation of the method, mm -hmm. but they're kind of showing their hand, but they're also signaling like, hey, we're in charge. We can do whatever we want. This is so absurd and we know it, but we're going to shove it in your face. And then it makes the way they Which do it. Which is more traumatic, right? Yeah, the way they do it, it makes us mm -hmm. look even more absurd, right? Because right. they're like, wait, those people over there, do you see how crazy they sound, and we're over here going, how is no one, how are, how is the mass population not seeing what we're seeing? And, and right. I, I battled this for a couple of years because I was like, how are they not seeing it? And then I, I kind of got into the, from a consciousness standpoint, like, and I, because I, being a doctor in practice, like I see people, I see people from all backgrounds, right? Sure. So I know there's people in my practice who are liberal, right? I still yeah. take care of them because my job is to help them be better, right? right. Physically better. To help but, humans, yeah. Right, but I'll hear them talk about stuff, right? And I, and I don't go into politics with them unless I know their politics. Right. And I hear them talk and I know they're not stupid people. Right. But I can tell that they're not consciously awake. And they keep, mm -hmm. when, when you put your uh, ideas or opinions and you put them in front of them, right? right? Even in just a rational manner, their consciousness is at, a, at such a level that they, they can't actually see mm -hmm. what you see. Yeah. And absolutely. so I know a lot of people struggle with that out there as, as conservatives, as patriots. Sure. They're like, why does no one get it? Why are these people yeah. not getting it? Why they don't get it is they literally consciously can't see or not aware. So, yeah. and remember, these are the people that go home. A lot of them are watching television. Yeah. So you can say, we can say all we want, sure. but they're watching so much, as you say, mind control programming. Totally. That that overwhelms their senses, their sensory organs. And that's all that they take in. That's all they can calculate. So they had this mirage of information that they believe is reality. And then also you put this really hardcore new reality in front of them. Mm -hmm. But it's so different right. to them. It's so out of the ordinary Yeah, that they just can't see it because their mirage takes it over. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it makes absolute sense. I think it's also because it would be such a disturbance to their worldview. Absolutely. And that would be it, even it, more traumatic. It would also make them wrong, right? Yeah. And in a, and as as humans, yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> as the souls that we are inside this human body, yeah. we all naturally want to be right. Right. Yeah. And, and every, every, everyone can, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be politics, but, right. you know, in your world, like sure. all of us can have, can find something where like, you know, I know, I know I'm right about that. Right? <laughs> right. And a person could come in and be like totally opposite of you. And you're like, <laughs> no, I'm right. right. So they have to be right about it. And also when you try to deal with consciousness and spirituality, mm -hmm. people can't have their, the stories that they've been brought up with in life. Yeah. Rocked. 
Yeah. So some people, I mean, some people have been brought up in, in very hardcore church. Right. Some people have been brought up in, you know, abuse. Mm -hmm. Some people have been brought up in just their parents were amazing people and this is what they've been conditioned with. So if you give them something that's a new story of life, yeah. but it's very different than what they brought up with. Yeah. If that changes them and then that, if, that, if that changes their world to the point where they can't, they have to change something in their life, they may not be able to pull that off. Right. Because it's so different, right? Yeah. I mean, religion, look, I mean, you bring up different religions of people, right? And you know, they will not have it because yeah. even if it was right, right, it changes the stories they were brought up with. And totally. those stories, we're made up of stories. All of us are. We're made up yeah. of the stories we grew up with, the people who influenced us, the programming, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to change that in somebody, and, and even if it's the truth. Yeah, sure. It's very challenging for someone to change themselves to a new truth. Absolutely. Well, it means you'd have to give something up, right? right? So we all develop coping mechanisms. That's right. And the stories that we hold on to, because as you said, some of them may be inculcated through family, schooling, religion, yeah. and so forth, so on. But we've let the ones filtered in that have at some point served us. Correct. They've provided some sort of a coping strategy for right. whatever at that time. But as time goes on, they may no longer serve us, but we're still holding on because we think that's the coping mechanism we know. It's that story we cling to. 100%. So no, I, I, I used to say, you know, people were like, I want everything to come out. I want everything about like the churches and the right. pedophilia. And I, they, they want all the deep, dark stuff. And I, and I said, you're never going to get all that to come out because I mean, think about the little Catholic old lady who grew up like right. in the Catholic church, right? And they have no clue. Like right. they're just, they're just, they, they love God. Yeah. They're in the Catholic religion. They believe that, you know, the, the Cardinals, everyone, they believe, mm -hmm. I go, some of these people are 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. Yeah. If you told them tomorrow and you showed them evidence of what really happened sometimes like in the Vatican, mm -hmm. you would kill them because that's their, it's all they know in life. Yeah. That, that world, you can't change that world. And you actually telling them real truths is harmful to them and, and you'd actually feel bad that you did that harm versus let them be yeah <laughs> let's just change the world behind the scenes so that you know and some of them are, aren't going to be here for that right right but you, but you also you can't you don't want to do harm to somebody right. right that's a hard that's a very hard thing in our world i mean i know in my podcast sometimes i get a little pushback because i can go in some crazy places sure but in this truth movement um it can be hard to not rattle some cages sometimes yeah. And you got to think about that. You know, I don't I don't want to hold truth back. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I also don't want to harm people. Yeah. I, I think about it a lot. I try to meet people where they are. Yeah. I've, I've had audiences in certain episodes be like, why didn't you push back on that? You know, <laughs> and it's like, well, because you meet people where they are. That right. doesn't mean you deny truth or you, right. you know, omit things that are important or you lie. It doesn't mean that or you pretend you believe something you don't. You, you don't do any of those things. But, right. but you don't necessarily need to be contentious for the sake of it. You don't right. need to shove something down somebody's throat that they might not be ready to accept. Yeah. No, I've had people on it. People are like, they're like, you 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 don't even agree with them. Why were you not in your right. head? Why were you not in your head? I'm like, guys, just because I have somebody on doesn't mean I agree with them. I'm Ooh. not in my head because I'm I'm hearing them. I'm under you're listening to I'm them. I'm understanding And you them. might possibly right. be open to being but, wrong also. Right. Like, right. I, I'm open to what they have to say because maybe yeah. there's a different viewpoint that I'm missing, but I'm also... Like, it's not my job to argue with everybody. Exactly, my, my job yeah. is to listen and give a different viewpoint. And, you know, if I, if I feel the need to, like, jump in, like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. But, again, we go back to that, you know, the world wants to argue about everything. everything. Versus can we just, like, have conversations? I mean, 
I'm not going to, you know, my wife and I, right? We don't agree on everything, right? right? We agree on household things and our, and our, mm-hmm. our marriage and our kid and like the basic values of our lives. That's but good. like, there's decisions every day. Like that we're like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Well, I'm going to do that anyway, but this is why I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah, you, you come to agreements like sure. we'll be like, hey, I don't love that. But you know what? You, you're right. You could be right. And mm-hmm. that's the way you want to go. With it. I'm going to support the decision. And even if it fails miserably, right. I'm not going to jump down your throat. Like I'm here to support the way you go. Right. So we, we have to learn as humans to not necessarily be like married couple, but learn to cooperate with each other. Mm-hmm. And because someone screws up, you, OK, we screw up. But we, we move on and we accept it. We, I think we all forget that we all screw up. We do. Like we 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 make mistakes. We, we sin. We have we we falter. We are imperfect humans. Yeah. But then we expect others to be perfect for some reason. Yeah, that's very bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though, isn't it? It is true. We is expect true. we we expect people, I mean, even over the weekends, like just some crazy stuff happening and like it's it's you have to step back and go, Okay, I don't know everything about what's going on. So I could have my personal viewpoints right now. But then if I had conversations with people, you know, you might change your view. Oh, okay. I get that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, I guess, I guess a lot of people would say we have to give a lot of grace in life and realize that, Hey, we're not perfect. I can't make everybody else be perfect either. Yeah. And that we don't have all the answers, right? We're Absolutely all on a journey. <laughs> we all think <laughs> we, we do though, right? <laughs> yeah, we right. get into this world where everyone's like, I know all the answers. Like, yeah, no, no, no we don't. No. And uh, yeah, before we started recording, we were talking about this, like they, they want to divide everything because that's so much easier yes. for them to achieve their goals if we're busy bickering each other. Mm-hmm. But if we were to approach, I think the things that are really missing are, as you said, the, the grace, the compassion, but there's also the curiosity. You know, if you're, you can't be curious and also assume that you're right about everything. You already know everything. Correct. But if you engage discourse with genuine curiosity, you may not agree with everything the other person says, but at least you genuinely want to hear what they have to say. You genuinely want to know, even if you like vehemently disagree with what they have to say, you want to understand why they think the way they think right. or why they believe what they believe. Yeah. And try to find the good in people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super easy in this world <laughs> yes. to find the bad in people and yeah. to find the mistakes that they make. And again, just it's um, I think it's a it's definitely a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. It's something I, I mean, I try to work on a daily basis, not perfect at it, but try to go, okay, like, what is that person going through? What are the right. decisions they're having to make? Right. Sure. Because we just, we tend to get very, not to say selfish, but we tend to look at ourselves and like, okay, why is it not happening for us? Why is this not? And you just got to, you got to go, okay, they might be dealing with some stuff that I don't know about. Sure. And that's probably a hard, it's a hard thing for a lot of us to look in the mirror and go, okay, take a step back. <laughs> Right. Forget about yourself for a second. Right. And go, right. Okay. You know what are they dealing with? Let's let's get more information. Um, and I and I think I mean I think that encompasses everything we're going through right now as a nation too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I was telling you earlier, like I'm in the chiropractic profession. Um, I have friends. I mean, I have colleagues literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. I have friends that have opposite viewpoints as I do. I have mm-hmm. friends that come from every single faith and religion you can imagine. I have friends that come from different, you know, I have I have friends who are gay. You know, I have family members who are transvestite, right? Like I may not sit down and agree with them on everything. Right. And I may not I may not I may not even talk to them a lot because I don't right. necessarily agree. But it's also not my job to be mean. It's not mm-hmm. my job to, yeah. you know, um 
you know, go against them and necessarily it's right. like, we're all going to be different. It's a matter, it's a matter of understanding we are different and that's what makes up not only the America, but the planet. Yeah. But I also think even if you were to, I, you're not going to win somebody over <laughs> no. by being hostile to, or, to, or even judging them. If somebody right. feels like you're judging them or they feel you're hostile, the chances of them, they're immediately going to demonize you. Correct. They're immediately going to decide you're, you're a bad person. You're making yeah, them wrong. You're making them wrong. Yeah, exactly. So right. they're going to decide you're a bad person, right. you're the enemy. Whereas if you came to them with some sort of compassion and you, they felt validated or heard, yes. even if you didn't agree with them, you have a much bigger, better chance of possibly planting some seeds that they may not listen to right away, but that may over time, I always say this to people when they're really passionate about a cause. Typically, they go out there, you know, like they hit proverbially with they, guns. They, you they know, punch like, people in the face. Yes, and they're like, I don't know why they won't listen to me. Right, <laughs> and it's like, uh, really? I'm like, if you really care so much about this cause, you might want to have a little compassion for the people who, you know, this sounds foreign to them. Yeah, you know, there are people who have some pretty. They may be truths, but yeah. they're crazy ideas. I did that stuff in the beginning. I mean, mm -hmm. you did, you, I mean, education. I. I I hit people in the face and begin. I've had to over time go, okay, they don't like that, right? right. It's not, I don't like it when someone does it to me. Sure. So it comes out, I'm not, I, I don't necessarily find that I'm ever going to change someone's mind. Right. It's not my job actually to change someone's mind. It's my job to have a knowledge base on the things that I study and mm -hmm. the purpose I have in life. Right. And then to put out data and education, yeah. right? And then if someone likes it, they're going to come in, you know, in, at a mass level. Sure. And then they'll change their mind. Right. Like, exactly. I think we. I think people have to understand the science of that. Right. You're not going to change their mind. Right. They're going to change their mind on the subject because right. they received the education or knowledge from you. Mm -hmm. That then they pivot their mindset. They change a the viewpoint. Exactly. And then they might take up your viewpoint, but you didn't change them. No. They changed themselves. Exactly. And that's the only way. It, it, there is no other way that that will work. 100%. It has to come from them. But we we like to like people love to pound each other into yeah. submission. Like you must follow what I'm saying. Yeah. No, just educate. Just 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 be kind. Educate. Validate. Understand where they're coming from. Uh, mm -hmm. I always say no sympathy. It's always mm -hmm. empathy. Yeah. Like even your kids, do not give them sympathy. Right. I'm not saying don't be nice. Sure. But empathy is really what happens. Like, you know, someone comes to you with a problem, yeah. you be empathetic. You know? well, empathy creates more boundaries than sympathy. Correct. Yeah. Uh, sympathy, I mean, I've actually, the science of a sympathy can actually do harm because you're you're going into it with them. Right. Right. You're making it okay for that. That Versus, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, you're relating yeah. your personal experience. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead of like, oh my gosh, that's that's terrible. Tell me about it. Let me, right. let me see if I can help you with it. Empathy is so empowering for people because it also... It allows them to help solve their own problem too. Right. No, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah. So you were saying that you don't see them there being an election. Well, what are your thoughts behind that? And what will that look like if there isn't? I could sum it up this way. Okay. The planet's changing. America, we're changing as mm -hmm. truth tellers, right? We, mm -hmm. we see the writing on the wall. But Americans, as it in general, are not. And mm -hmm. I think there's one common denominator that will always shake everybody. Okay. And it's not children. Okay. Everyone wants it to be kids, right? Obviously, we know the trafficking situations. We know how disgusting that can get. Sure. And there's some really deep, dark stuff there. But I always tell people that that's not what will change people. 
What will change people, unfortunately, is their pocketbook. It does seem to be, yeah. It, it will, and and that, I don't say that because I want it to be that. But right. at the end of the day, when when someone, you know, whether it's in an inner city or wherever it is, when someone, when a mom and a dad or a mom or a dad, when they can't feed their family, when they can't go to the store and get food and their kid is hungry, right? Um, that's unfortunately when a lot of chaos occurs. And right now, um, just from a strict physics standpoint, Mm-hmm. Our financial system is on, I mean, it should have collapsed years ago. Yeah. We are headed for, and I don't say this because I want this to occur. Yeah. But just, I mean, scientifically, the dollar is done. It there It is going to crash. And I I don't see how we get it to 2020. I, my my prediction, and I don't, I don't get into dates necessarily, but uh, I don't see, I see a, mar- I see a massive market crash before this before the end of this year really so how do you get to an election where there's and when i say chaos yeah between cyber attacks monetary system falling apart people can't pay for the i mean there's already cyber attacks and cyber ransoms on cities in the u.s so what happens when the dollar crashes and the market drops 30 percent and housing values drop and people get laid off And, and again I'm painting a dark picture. Right. They're, but they're talking about like housing prices being lower than, you know, like stale price. Yeah. Yeah. Which has never happened. So when that happens and there's, and there's the money goes to almost zero, hyperinflation skyrockets, BRICS is going to de dollarize. Mm-hmm. All, do- all those dollars come sucking back into America. Right. Our hyperinflation goes to the roof. Your Starbucks goes from $5 to $30. Obviously, I don't know the numbers necessarily. Um, You have unrest. How do you get to an election? We're still a year away from an election. And if if a a crash happens, how do you, how do you, you don't get there. I mean, RFK Jr. can't get Secret Service. President Trump is essentially in jail. Not really, but like, he can he can run from jail though. Right, right. He can, but yeah. what do you do when the market tanks and everyone now knows that the current administration, like you're not, they're going to make a move, right? So what do you do? What do you do when people can't pay for anything? And how do you see that affecting the election? I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just curious. I just don't think you get to an election. I think something. I think something will. I think you will have. Um, some sort of, I mean, you've heard of black swan events. Mm-hmm. So you, you're, if, if the dollar, if we become de-dollarized mm-hmm. and other nations decide we, they no longer want our dollar, that means we, we're no longer a reserve currency. That means we go to Venezuela overnight. That's a real, that's real, that's real. I mean, I have a, I have a, one of my very best friends who's like my sister is Venezuelan. And she goes, you have no idea how fast it happens. It's literally an overnight thing. Wow. You go from Venezuela is one of the wealth. There, Venezuela. They were Venezuela like five is five in the world. Yeah, Venezuela is oil rich society. Yeah, so and they, they were before they previously. Were a, they, like her family, very wealthy, had property, like beautiful, everything. Right. Yeah. They went from that to their money is used to make wicker baskets in the street because they you have to a wheelbarrow of money over there. It costs to get a loaf of bread. She has had to send, they send tin cans with money hidden in things 
to try to get it to them. And she goes, and that happens overnight. So what do people do? I don't want to leave people too super... Uh, what do they like, do? Yeah, what do they do? What, do? what are your thoughts on what people can do? If I mean, obviously, you got to go with like you know, preserving your money, gold, sure. silver. I mean, I could say that all day long, but I think people know enough if they're watching your channel that that's, that's important. Um, the only way to actually fix it, it won't be a gold, silver situation. Obviously, you have to have that to leverage your uh, leverage debt and leverage inflation and everything else. But the only way that it will fix this is you're going to have not a great, great reset. Like I'm not talking about what we're, but you're going to have to reset the system. You're going to have to get back to a gold standard at some point. You're going to have to change the monetary system to revalue things. That's the only way to do it. But to do that, you can't have this government in place. Right. This government won't do that. This, this is, you are following, I mean, you're watching literally Banana Republic. You're watching yeah. a march into socialism and then Marxism. Mm -hmm. So they, their, their goal is to destroy the economy so that everyone is dependent upon the tyrannical government. Sure. So that means... And I think they want to put in the CBDC. Correct. It? Yeah. So then what do you do? You, you, you're going to have some sort of radical, insane event that how do you get back somebody? And I'm not, I don't want to put President Trump as the savior of the world because I don't think right. that's how it works. Yeah. But yeah, we're headed for some... I think people think that it's uncomfortable now. Uh -huh. I don't want to be a doom and gloom <laughs> guy. But we're headed into uncomfortable times. Like people, yeah. you, it's, if you're going to study anything, uh -huh. really study how the economics of the world work mm -hmm. because that's, that's what really changes the world. Yeah. So you, you had mentioned the, it goes into like a Marxist, socialist, mm -hmm. you know, communist ultimately. Um, it's essentially a color revolution. Yeah. Um, so we know that, you know, they, it, it's typically not just the socialist communists. We have the Fabian socialists, the monopoly capitalists, the fascists, and they, they all work in collusion. I think ultimately they want to have a, they want a nullification that leads to right. the technocratic takeover. Um, For but, lack of a better word, yes, you better hope there's a plan out there. <laughs> that, and I say that legitimately. Whether you call it the plan or not the plan, I'm not, I'm not for or against necessarily because I've gone down those roads. Sure. But you better hope. We better hope as Americans, first of all, just be prepared. Mm -hmm. Do the best you can to take care of your mm -hmm. family. But we better hope that there is a, a bunch of really patriotic people at the very top of this who have a plan in place to save this. Because, oh. I, I, I mean... Oh, that would be wonderful. I really hope so. <laughs> I have a little less faith in there being a plan. I agree. Um, but what I do have faith in is the American people. 100%. And, uh, you know, the, we're innovators, right? Yeah, right. we're innovators. Uh, I think it's wired into our DNA and our, you know, just our whole being to be uh, freedom loving and mm -hmm. to uh, be willing to take responsibility in order to preserve personal sovereignty. I agree. And, uh, you know, certainly not everybody's that way. And, of course, we've seen a lot of uh, people trading their freedom for their liberty for security over the past few uh -huh. years, even people you might not have expected. But I do really have faith that we, the people, um, you know, will at least want to take care of themselves and their loved ones and that it is that will 100%. that, you know... I, I have hope and faith. I just... And this is what I say to my my viewers. I I do have hope and faith that I and I believe that we will win this thing. Yeah. But I don't want. Um, and I guess this is probably my analytical mind and my sure. doctor brain. 
I don't want people to shut off that we have to stand up and do something. Yeah. Because I, I think agree. a lot of people get into the hopium world of, oh, let's, let's just hope and hope, faith, and pray that. Oh, no, that's all, the opposite we, of what I'm saying. No, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. But we have to have action, right? American people yes. have to step up and do stuff. So I, I want people to to do the things they need to do to prepare, take care of themselves, their yeah. families, think, innovate, et cetera, because yeah. um, we have to step up. Absolutely. Well, I could talk to you for so much longer, but I know you have a plane to catch. I have right? a plane to catch. I got, yes. I got a red eye back home. So, but I'm so grateful that Thank you've you. given me the, your time today and uh, we'll do a follow-up, definitely. Absolutely, I love it. You guys are doing an awesome job and thanks so much for having me. Thank you and thank you for watching. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.